Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Welcome to another exciting edition of Training Unleashed. Uh, today, you guys are going to have some fun because this day and this conversation is all about you. It's about you, your personal brand, how you can present yourself better, how you can make what you do in your life what you want it to be, actually, if you really think about it. And we have an expert on branding, on personal branding, on creating your own uniqueness, which to me, I think is important because either you are the brand you create or you are the brand other people create about you, the story they tell about you. So I have with me uh, Sheila Anderson, and she is with Image PowerPlay. And what she does is she helps people and she helps companies create unique individual people and brands and brings them to excellence, as well as she is a public speaker. So we're very, very happy to have her here. Um, Sheila, why don't we just get going and share with us why it matters? Why does it matter that you have your own brand and you be and you be a unique person? Well, first of all, Evan, thank you for having me on your show. It's an, it's an honor to speak with you and your audience. So the first thing I tell people is you are a brand and you have a brand whether you like it or not. So I a lot of times... I was lucky at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times people will think, you know, I, I don't need a personal brand. And I'm like, you already have one, whether you know it or not, you already have one. So it, it matters on people need to know you before they need you or before they hire you. And so how do you, how do you get exposure? And I think a lot of times the internet has leveled the playing fields on people can look really um, big online and look like they have a lot of credibility and a lot of expertise. And you can build out your personal brand that way, but there's, there's other ways that you can build out your personal brand and become known as an expert. Can I, can I hold you for one second? Sure. I want to encourage everyone to go to imagepowerplay.com because when you go to the website, and this isn't just about going to the website to learn about her, you will see Sheila's brand. It just echoes the excitement, the power, the energy. Uh, it's a statement of who she is and it's a great representation of what you're talking about. So I just wanted to point that out to people. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. It, it is important. We're, we live in a visual world. Yeah. So we, it matters how you present yourself visually. Now, granted, most people on this podcast don't have their own websites, but they are still their own brand by sure. everything they do. So pl please continue. Sure. There's, um, there's ways that you can be known for your expertise and you can do that through articles. You can uh, do that through different blogs that you can write just personally, or you can be a guest blogger. Um, you can gain visibility on obviously being on a podcast. You know? And you know what? If you're in the training world and you want to be on training, uh, on training unleashed, if you can add value to the training world, just go to our website, trainingunleashed.net, and request to be a guest. We'd love to have you. And yeah, that's, that's a great way to build out your personal, yeah, that's a great way to build out your personal brand is be a guest on, you know, podcasts, or out in your community. You can go be a, a speaker at a service club. Um, 
or just, you know, there's a lot of different places that you can go and become visible for people to know who you are and what you speak on. And then so, inevitably they'll bring you into corporations to talk. Yeah, so, so let's just say for sake of discussion that I work for a company, I work in the training department, which okay. most of the people listening do. Okay. And, you know, what I do is I make presentations. I do live training for the company. Um, you know, I'm representing the company. I'm not representing myself. So how do I be in integrity doing the exact job and delivering the content the way it's supposed to be delivered and at the same time be my own brand? But they, they have to connect. So you have to be mindful of what that company's personal or that company's corporate brand is. And you have to mirror some of that. And you think about it in, in terms of I've done corporate branding for probably the last 20 years as well as the personal branding I do. So I have a foot in the corporate branding world. And one of the things we do in the corporate branding world is figure out what's that one or two words that you want people to think about when they think of your company. And so those words help build out that corporate brand. It's the same thing for your, your personal brand is what do you want? What's that word that you want to own in the minds of others? And so when you go ahead, when you come up with that word, that's how you build out your personal brand. And so, for example, say the company is, wants to be known for being clever. Okay. They come up with clever solutions. And so you as the trainer for that company, you need to, you need to have some clever solutions. You need to have some clever training. You have to keep that top of mind when you're doing your trainings. And is your visual presentation personally and maybe the PowerPoint presentation, although I say there's death by PowerPoint, but so make it interesting. Um, that all has to say clever because you are part of that corporate brand, but you have to be authentic to who you are as well. And companies need to allow their employees to be authentic to themselves. To, but, you know, it is hard to like, how do you marry it? Because you have to be yourself, but you also represent that company. So first and foremost, you represent that company. Cool. So let's talk about personal branding for a second. What are your words? What's your personal brand? Um, (laughs) I love when people ask me this. It's sophisticated and warmth. Ooh. Well, you look sophisticated. Go ahead. And you are a warm person, so... Yeah, those are the those are the two words that I want people to think about when they think of me. You know, I have two I have two monitors, so I'm staring at your website. Okay. <laughs> and again, image power play. You will feel sophisticated and warm when you go and look. Mm-hmm. So very very well done. Very Thank well, you. very very well done. Thank you. For me, I think of my personal brand as engaging with an eye for involvement where I engage people, Mm -hmm. but it's more than I'm engaging, like I talk well, but I engage them and involve them in the conversation to have shared common vision. Right. And I see myself as loving, as authentic and carefree. Um, That's how I define my brand. I love that. 
are engaging. Oh, yeah. thank you. Very engaging. Uh, you know, and I have my book, Engaging Leadership, and it's a style of leadership, and it's really mm-hmm. core to my to my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, being authentic is really, really important to me. Right, and it's how how are you connecting with people? Yeah. Right. What is that experience that people have with you? And they walk away and they think when they're thinking of Evan or they're thinking of Sheila or, you know, you as a listener, what are they thinking about? You know, what was that overall experience like? And what was that overall experience like when they were in your training session? And, you know, you know, it's, it's interesting because everything you do in the company reflects your brand. Absolutely. And as we discussed at the beginning, you have one, whether you've defined mm-hmm. it or someone else has defined it for you or the world's defined it for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how you dress, are you professional? Uh, how responsive are you to emails? How do you contribute? How do you, how do you work and play with others? And when I play, I mean, you know, are you considerate, polite, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting, I had a conversation with my son about his job, and he's doing, like, amazingly well at his job. He's, like, in a year and a quarter, he's at four promotions, which is, like... Wow. <laughs> yeah, doing very well. Right. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm staying with him in his house, and he's going over to work in his T-shirt. And, and I said, you know, Aaron, if you want another promotion, you should dress like the job you want mm-hmm. so that people see you in that role. And maybe you shouldn't be going to work in a t-shirt. And he goes, but dad, the CEO wears a t-shirt. <laughs> so do they have a, that's so interesting because that I, I think our society has gotten more casual. And I think geographically where you're located throughout the United States or the world, there's, I'm in the Midwest, so it's very casual. Yeah. It's, it's very rare that you see, you know, men running around in suit and ties. On occasion, you do. And there's a, my husband's a CPA, for example, owns his own CPA firm. He makes his staff wear a suit and tie every day, even on Fridays. Well, there's a lot of other CPA firms in town that don't. It's, yeah. They have allowed them to go more casual. So I, I, the interesting thing about clothing to me is that really whatever you put on is how you, it, it makes you feel a different way. It makes you feel a certain way. So yeah. if you put on something more casual, your mindset probably is going to be more casual. If you put on business clothes, your mindset's going to be more businessy. However, the caveat to that, and I, I believe there's never a one size fits all for anything, is if you are a very casual person in every sense of the word, that's, that's how your views are. That's what your lifestyle is. If I walk into your home and everything, it's very casual and how you speak and everything about you is casual. And if you have to be in a suit and tie all day long, you're not going to perform at your optimum level and vice versa because you're going to be uncomfortable. That's not who you are authentically. Now, if you're, if you're working for that company, And that's what that dress code is. You have to follow it. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to tortal.net. That's T-O-R. 
T-A-L, tortle.net. company my son works for, their target customer are, you know, men between the ages of, let's say, 15 and 30. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's very youthful and it's, I'm not going to name the company because sure. I'll embarrass my son, but that, you know, they're in, they're in the fitness world. Okay. Uh, so you know, most people like to work out and they like to wear t-shirts mm-hmm. um, and he likes to wear t-shirts. So it's a good match. Cause that's probably what you think about when you think of the fitness industry, you've already pictured what that looks like now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not suit and ties, but you still can look crisp and uh, professional in a well, and, nicer t-shirt. <laughs> you know, I, I think you would agree. First impressions are everything. Absolutely. Right. And there are, you can be casual and well-groomed. Absolutely. And your clothes are really clean and they're not super old and they're, you know, they're really nice and you can be grungy mm-hmm. and be casual. And, you know, it's, you know, it's like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and the bathroom is dirty, you maybe think maybe the, kitchen's a little dirty <laughs> and so how you look matters even that's if it's right. natural yeah that's absolutely right because people judge that and, the, and one of the things they're looking at when they first see a person visually is do they look trustworthy that's that's what they're judging do, do the, you look trustworthy and do I want to get to know you more it's like if you're shopping for a house or maybe a car and you, you drive by the, a house and you're looking at it and go does it have curb appeal do I want to see more? Do I want to see the inside? Do I want to open that door to that home or to that person and figure out really who they are? And a lot of times people say, well, it shouldn't matter what I wear. And then I say back to them, you're right, it shouldn't. But as a society, we it judge does. people. It does. We do judge people. And, and you do it as well as I do it. Everybody does it. But, you know, just adding on to what this conversation is, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you could, somebody could sit here and say, oh, you're too good talking. You guys are nuts. You're contrived. You've got these words, describe your brand, and you're worried about this, and you're worried about that, and does it really matter? I go into work. I do a good job. You know, shouldn't they just be happy at that? And what, what I say to people is that we all should have a vision of where we want to go and then who we be to get there. Right. And that having that vision of how we impact people, even, you know, maybe you don't want a vision like you want to be the CEO of the company, but maybe you just have a vision of that you want to connect with people deeply, that you want uh, to make people feel loved and cared for, um, or you want to, you know, help support people in, in doing what they do at work at a higher level, that you want to feel like you're contributing to the world. I mean, your vision can be very similar, simple to that. But then if you think about your brand to your vision, if you connect your brand to your vision, then your brand helps you achieve that vision. And your day isn't about just getting through the work day. It's about purpose. Right. And I, that to me is ultimately the culmination of why you think about yourself as a brand. Does that make sense to you? That makes sense. And that's what I talk about in the first chapter of my book is it, we talk about figuring out what are your values, what are the strengths, 
what, um, what are your goals for your life? And you, you go through a whole um, self-evaluation, like, you know, 365 of who you are and, and to really think about that, who you are, what do you want to be? And, you know, what values do you want to bring? Because I always say personal branding in the end really isn't all about you. It's about the value that you bring to others. Yeah. So and, and you how, actually have people talk to other people to do a real 365? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. We, you know, we ping, you know, we get in touch with their friends and family. And then there's also people that maybe haven't known them a long time. Um, there are a lot of times I will have, I'll pick people that they don't even know. And I'll just have them Google that person. Go so, look at their LinkedIn profile. Go look at them online. And what's your impression of them? So, Sheila, I know one of the things that you do and that you're exceptional at is going into corporations and helping their employees see and recognize their brand. Yes. Now, the easy question would be, well, how do you actually do that? But I'm not going to ask you that question. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you, what are the results of doing that? What are the benefits of the company? Why does it matter to the company? It expands that company's reach. It, it, and it, every company wants to be known to have the experts on staff, that they have the thought leaders of the industry and they have those experts. And the way they can do that is help those employees build out their personal brands. And the more you have people out in society or out in the community that are representing you and representing you in a good light, so you're really talking about not just branding them, but helping them market themselves. Correct. So like yes. in my company, we, we publish lots and lots of articles. And, you know, I could be an egomaniac and have them all under my name. Mm -hmm. But I actually have everyone in the company that wants to writes articles and gets articles published. Okay. Uh, from their point of view, what matters to them. Um, and it adds to the brand, right? Because Total Training is a, is a brand. Absolutely. And they become their own brand. And then when they're talking to clients, they can share the articles that they do. So you teach people how to do that. Correct. So yeah. when you think about benefits and you use the word extend your reach, you really mean it because you're going to get exposure, social media, and it's going to add when you, when you add credibility to your team, you add credibility to the company. Absolutely. It, yeah, yeah. It, it ties yeah. all together. Yeah, right? I didn't think you were going to say that, but it's really brilliant. I mean, really, really, really brilliant. That's a, and, and I can see why companies would want that because in my experience, people are a little intimidated with the idea that they're going to publish or they're going to write an article and, and how do I get it published and how do I, you know, how do I look good and, and, mm -hmm thinking about themselves as a brand and having someone that can guide them through that mm -hmm. would be really majorly, majorly helpful. Right. And then the employee feels like they're adding value back to that company, right? Then now they're, now they have the company entrust them enough to write articles and to have an opinion and have a voice. I mean, we all want to be heard Yeah. in companies and we want to know that we're adding value to that company through whatever we're doing, whatever our job is. And so if, if we can add, help them add value, it, it, it helps us. And we all, we all want personal development. Yeah. And, yeah, no, there's, there's another, and, and I also bet, I don't know if you've ever measured it, it probably improves retention. 
Absolutely. It yeah. creates live, uh, loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, you know what it probably also does? It probably recruit, recruits people to want to work there. Right. Right. Because yeah. now you've, you've talked about the culture. And I think companies a lot of times think that they have their brand, right? I have my logo. I have my website. I have my marketing materials. What else do I need? And I'm like, that's, you've started to create your brand. Yeah. But there's, but now how do you, you know, there's use your employees to help expand that company brand. So that's where I f- feel the gap is. I, I think cor- corporations stop at their marketing collateral and, and think now they're kind of done and, and, you know, they do some advertising and, you know, different events and to expand their reach and have a voice. But the best way to have a voice is allow your employees to have a voice. Yeah, that's very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's very powerful. And, you know, it's different, too, and unique. Um, so I think you, you, you offer something that, and ideas that are fresh, and, and, and I appreciate that. I think that that makes a difference. So, um, so I always end, and I know we talked actually before we go about how these things always go by quickly, and this did seem like it went by pretty quickly for me. Good. But I always end with asking you to share a tip. If you could share one tip with the audience, what would that tip be? So one of the things that I like to do is create a question board. So whenever I'm when I'm speaking, or even if I'm just in a small group of you know five employees at a company, to write down any questions that they think they're going to have or that they want answered throughout our discussion and throughout our presentation, and then to put it on this board. And so then at the end of my um, time with them, I'll grab those post-it notes off and I'll make sure I answer all the questions. So then they feel like they've had, that they've been heard and that I've, that I can cover things that they really want to learn. And then I take those questions, those, those post-it notes and um, take them back to the office with me. And then those are, I look through them and see, are there different trends that this question keeps coming up? So maybe I need to incorporate that now into my training or my talks. And this also is a great way for you to come up with ideas for writing articles or writing blogs. Because you can see what, you, you know, what does the audience want to know about? And Ooh. so that's, I mean, that's the deal, right? We're, we're here to solve people's pain points. Yeah, you start watching those questions coming in and going, gosh, everybody keeps asking about this. I'm going to cover it in my presentations now, and I'm going to write maybe an article on it or a blog. And yeah, that's interesting, especially for people in training to track the questions, and then Mm -hmm. you're going to know the pain points in the areas where the company can improve. Right, you start seeing patterns. Yes, great tip. Thank you. I just want to remind everyone: image power play. Uh, is a great website, uh, A, to see how a brand is presented, but she's got some really cool content in there, things that are going to make you think. So I would highly recommend that you go there. Uh, you've been a terrific guest, uh, and I always define that when I learn something. So um, I want to just thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, Evan. I really appreciated it and enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, me too. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.